Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show with Tony D'Urso. Tony will have a conversation today with one of the world's great influencers as they showcase the newest, hottest, and best trends from all walks of life. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome. Thanks for joining in with us. Do you know your purpose? Do you really know why? Deep down inside, why you are doing the business you're doing? Now, if it's just to make money, it's possible you may be having a hard time of it. If so, do you know why? Let me ask you this. Would you get up early every single day and go to work and work until dark and then return home with absolutely no income to show for it? And then get up the next day and start all over again and do that day after day? Yeah, that's right. It is the life of an entrepreneur, isn't it? <laughs> now, if you have the code at some point, the income starts rolling in like mad, right? And as long as you're standing on your purpose as the foundation to keep everything going, it's going to work well. Well, guess what? We're going to chat about that and a whole lot more. We're going to discuss finding your purpose with Sean Thompson. And later on in this episode, we have an insider's brief about no romance without finance. Actually, that's a hot new podcast out there that I want to bring to your attention. It's all about taking care of yourself no matter what happens. Stay tuned for that. And please listen for news from our sponsor, Shopify, with a special offer for you. It's the commerce platform that's revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. This show is available because of them, so please take a moment and hear what they have to say. That's Shopify with a special offer just for you later on in this episode. And while we're at it, this is all about helping you and your friends turn your vision into reality. We want to help you get very successful at growing your business to a high sustainable level. And we're going to help turn you into an elite entrepreneur. Meet Sean Thompson. Perhaps you've heard of him. He's a world surfing champion and recognizes one of the 10 greatest surfers of all time. And he created a code that is simplicity in itself, and it's going to help propel you to much success. You're almost not going to believe how easy it is, but you will believe. Let's get into it. Hi, Sean. Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Hi, Tony. It's really great to, to be on, and I'm hoping that my perspective and method can help uh, entrepreneurs out there, perhaps people that are thinking about being entrepreneurs too. I was an entrepreneur my whole life. I started my first uh, company when I was 22 years old, and uh, my whole life has been devoted to entrepreneurship. So you're speaking to a guy that's been in the trenches, that's been in hand-to-hand combat, that's um, failed and been successful too, and learned some, uh, some lessons along the way that perhaps might help uh, the listeners. Well, that's great. We're all looking forward to getting help on finding our purpose. And you and I have both mentioned a little bit of it, but I like to spend a few minutes and really understand how did it all start for you, Sean? What's your backstory? So my backstory is that I fell in love with surfing at a very young age. My father was a champion swimmer in his youth and uh, was hoping to one day win a gold medal at the Olympic Games. And unfortunately, was terribly attacked by a shark. It nearly killed him, destroyed his right arm. So destroyed his swimming career, but he never lost this wonderful love and passion that he had for the ocean, and he imparted it on to me. Um, and I fell in love with the ocean at a young age. 
caught my first wave when I was nine years old. Eventually, I became a, a world surfing champion. Um, I won 19 major pro events around the world. I was the youngest guy to win and the oldest guy to win. All my records have been broken by a fabulous surfer called uh, Kelly Slater, who, who's uh, recognized as the greatest surfer of uh, all time. But along the way, um, I realized that it was very difficult to make a living just from going surfing. Uh, so a group of uh, individuals from South Africa, Australia, Hawaii, we formed and created professional surfing. Um, we, we actually built a professional a sport out of what was was then a lifestyle, and I created my first uh, company uh, at 22 years old. I called it Instinct. Uh, and for any entrepreneurs out there who are thinking of starting a new company and creating a brand, it's wonderful to really dig deep and find a brand that has resonance to you beyond just a collection of words. So the best moments in surfing are riding inside the tube of the wave. And the very best tube rides happen when you're operating on Instinct. So I thought Instinct was a very apt name for my brand. Eventually, we were sold in 13 countries. We had hundreds of employees. Uh, I sponsored two other surfers who I was competing with at the same time to world championships. So it was wonderful to be a mentor. So um, when I retired from the tour, I sold my brand, Instinct. Uh, then I moved to the United States with my wife and five-year-old son. And uh, I worked for Patagonia for a wonderful company, Yvonne Chenard, um, and the team hired me. I ran the apparel division, which was one of their biggest uh, contributors. Learned a lot about business and purpose from working for that wonderful uh, company. Uh, and then my wife and I started a new brand uh, called Solitude. So while Instinct was about riding inside the tube and operating on Instinct, Solitude was about escape, just paddling out towards that open horizon and leaving the Worries of the world uh, behind you. We created a beautiful apparel brand and we sold into, into great stores right across the nation, Saks and Barneys and Nordstrom's and Bloomingdale's and um, surf shops and outdoor stores. We had a very eclectic brand. My, my wife is a great designer. Uh, and then uh, we got a phone call one day after having been in business for about seven years. Uh, do you want to sell your company from a publicly traded uh, company? So we sold our company. And then we stayed on for a, for a few years as part of the earn-out. Um, and then uh, during that, that period of time, uh, I wrote my first book called Surface Code, which was 12 Simple Lessons for Riding Through Life. It was about the lessons that surfing can teach you about life, not how to be the best surfer in the world, but the lessons that it can teach you about character and about leadership and about empathy and connectivity and commitment. And, and optimism. And uh, as the book was being released, my wife and I lost our beautiful son, Matthew, who was 15 and a half at the time. He just played a dangerous game that he heard about at school. It was called the choking game. At his school, all kids wore school ties. It was, it was you know, there, there, there was a private school. They wore uniforms and he'd heard about it at school and played. And it was just, it, it was dreadful. You know, it goes around at schools. You know, we found out it was, it's just a dreadful game. So I really, um, I think, changed the trajectory of my life. Um, and I really looked deeper into what our fundamental purpose is in life. Um, and I came to realize that um, what I wanted to do was really activate positive decision-making and positive choices amongst people. How can I help them find their true purpose? And how can I help people make better decisions about their life? So I went back to grad school. I went to, uh, to do a Master of Science in Leadership because I was fascinated by the art and science of influence and inspiration and 
spent a few years at, at, at grad school, and then I started speaking uh, and writing more books. And, and now I, I, I do speaking engagements and workshops to the world's largest corporations, Cisco, Google, Google Gap, Disney, Gilead Sciences, all sorts of corporations, a lot of new AI, exploding AI companies. And I, I reveal a simple method, a code that people can use to find purpose. And it's really remarkably effective. It's transformational. It's simple. And it gives me um, a lot of satisfaction to, to give two things to people. I give a perspective, no prescription, just a perspective of my life and, and the lessons that I've learned about surfing, about commitment and honor and integrity um, and connectivity. And then I show people how to write the code. And people write the code in 15 minutes, 12 lines, every line beginning with my book. We're going to go into the code in, uh, in just a little bit and explain what this is to the audience. But I'd just like to comment on something. First, sorry to hear about the loss of your son. It's very sad. Thank you, Jenny. I've gone through so many deaths in our family and uh, in our friends in the past year. It's just more than ever. So I really understand how deep and how strong did it. So I just want to say, you know, sorry to hear, very, very sorry to hear about Thank you. That. And one thing I wanted to ask you about your vision, right? Because here you are, you're a surfer. Well, I know surfers and I see surfers constantly at the beach down the street. And I see them, I, I see them wipe out, I see some make it, and it's very thrilling to see them, you know, make the way for a while. But to make a business and a life career out of it is a completely different thing. You know, the people that I see the people that I know, none of them make a career out of it, but you did a very successful career. So I'm curious, Sean, where did this vision come that, you know, you're going, hey, I can do this. I can, I can make this a, a successful life career. How did that occur for you to then do it as a business? Well, I think firstly, you have to have that passion. Uh, I had the passion for surfing and I knew this was the path that I wanted to take through my life. And and I had to figure out how could I make the economics work out? How could I create a sustainable business? So I thought, wow, create an apparel company that can be sold around the world that's reflective of my lifestyle, that's reflective of, of surfing, and create this uh, attractive brand that people would aspire to and create a tribe. Um, so I, I think. I had the passion, I had the drive, I had the vision, and then I got off my ass, I got off my bum, and I did it. I didn't cry, I didn't moan, I didn't say, well, I can't find the capital. I made it happen. And as an entrepreneur, you just got to make it happen. And there's going to be tough times, and there's going to be great times, but you have to keep pushing forward. So there's a wonderful surfing analogy that, that, that I think is reflective of what entrepreneurs have to do. And that is, you have to always paddle back out. So no matter the wipeout, you've got to paddle back out. You've got to get back on your board and you've got to paddle back out. And there's a number of different layers in that simple concept of paddling back out. Yes, one would immediately think of perseverance and resilience. But underlying that is hope. Why are you paddling back out? Because you're hopeful that you're going to get the next one. So you've got resilience, you've got perseverance, 
you've got hope, you've got optimism. And those are four fundamentals to the success of any entrepreneurial activity, whether you've got whether you were a one-man band or you've got uh, 5,000 employees, it's the same. When you wipe out, paddle back out because that's the only way you're going to get another wave. Sean, we're going to get a little bit more into it, and actually we're going to go on the flip side of this, but I'm going to, the audience will understand, I'm going to ask you the question first. What is the overriding purpose behind what you do? Why do you do it, Sean? So the suffering that that I endured when I lost my beautiful son uh, to a poor choice uh, was certainly an impetus for me to go down a different path. I'd always been going down a path of empowering people, inspiration, but I really went down a path of how can I help people make better choices to live a better life? Because the fundamental social problem in the world today, and I think it's the most important social problem facing all of us, whether you have children or you don't have children, and that is one million Americans die every year from poor choices. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues, Finding Your Purpose with Sean Thompson. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Hey, I'd like you to take a moment and think of your favorite entrepreneur. Well, aside from me, you know they wouldn't be anywhere without trusted partners. If your commerce platform is scaring away potential customers instead of converting them into lifelong fans, you have to try Shopify. And here are some compelling reasons. They're the commerce platform that's revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. So whether you're a garage entrepreneur or you're IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool that you need to start, run, and grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every single sales channel. So whether you're pushing old paper pads or monetizing marketing masterclasses, you're covered. And once you've reached your audience, Shopify has the internet's best converting checkout to help you turn them from browsers to buyers. And what I love about Shopify is that no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. That's where we want to go. I hear so many raves about Shopify. I think it's time for you to sign up if you haven't already. They power 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they're a global force powering Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across over 170 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. It's a no-brainer, right? It's all a possibility powered by Shopify. So there's your no-excuses business partner. You can sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify is going to help open them up. So let's do this. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Tony, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Tony to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash Tony. That's S-H-O-P. 
I-F-Y dot com slash T-O-N-Y. You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with Tony D'Urso. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to The Tony D'Urso Show. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move along on your vision path. Today's show is Finding Your Purpose with Sean Thompson. And just a quick thank you that I sincerely appreciate you listening to my weekly shows with today's elite entrepreneurs. And if you like this show, would you please go to Apple Podcasts, hit that follow button, and drop a cool review. Look up The Tony D'Urso Show and give a kind one. Thanks so much for listening. And now, back to the chat with Sean. Out of the 2.4 million Americans that die every year, 1 million of those deaths are poor choices. Traffic accidents, homicide, illicit drugs, suicide, obesity related to bad diet, heart disease related to alcoholism and, and smoking. So these are conscious decisions. And this statistic of a million out of 2.4 doesn't come from me, but it comes from a wonderful study that a guy called Professor uh, Rolf Keeney did at Duke. So if there's a way... And I think I've found a way to help people make a better choice. I do it because it helps me with what happened to my beautiful son and gives me meaning and purpose in my life. You know, I think it's important to really define, like, what is purpose? What's our fundamental mission? So, you know, the academic definition of um, purpose is a committed long-term intention to achieve aims that are meaningful to oneself and the broader world. So it's committed intention to making the world better and making your life better. Um, And how can you help people create this committed intent? 12 lines. Write it in 15 minutes, every line beginning with, I will. I will what? Now, I listened to an interview that you did with your last guest, a guy called James Ziegler. Like, sounds like he's one of the greatest salesmen of all time. And you asked him a question of, when did he realize in his life he was going to be successful? He said, I made a commitment. I will. This is is what he said on your show. I will create sustainable success. So when you use those two words, those are words of absolute unequivocal commitment. And your previous guest admitted it. He changed his life by making one statement. I say to people, spend 15 minutes, write 12 lines, every line beginning with I will, and then share it. Do this process with your family. Do this process with your colleagues at work. Do this process with your team at work. Do this process with your friends at school or university or postgrad program. But this creates this sentiment of optimism, the sentiment of hope, and the sentiment of absolute commitment. And then when you do it in a group, it creates accountability. We're talking about finding your purpose with Sean Thompson, and you can find him at Sean. Thompson.com. 
That's S-H-A-U-N-T-O-M-S-O-N.com, SeanThompson.com. Sean, this is absolutely fascinating. It's riveting. Let's just get into your vision path. Help us learn. First, let me ask you perhaps a silly, dumb question, but it's very important. Why do we need to find our purpose? Well, there have been some interesting academic studies that have been done uh, on the benefits of purpose. So, number one, there was a study done at the University of Michigan of 76,000 people. So, this is not a study that's done by a a university professor at a famous university of 250 uh, freshmen or sophomores. This is a longitudinal study of 76,000 people, long period of time. So here's some of the results. Living with a sense of purpose makes you live twice as long. How about that? How about that being an inducement? Working with a sense of purpose leads to greater productivity, motivation, and retention. How about that? And then what about a study from Ernst & Young of 450 top CEOs? Purpose-led companies perform 42% better than companies that are simply in business. So purpose impacts not just one's motivation, but purpose has a direct impact on top and bottom line revenue. Now, here's another one too. When I originally did my uh, original uh, university studies many, many, many years ago, I came and I was studying theory of management. Well, today it's called leadership. I came across this amazing author who's actually, I think, the greatest management theorist of all time, a guy called Peter Drucker. So Peter Drucker is like the god of management and leadership. And he has been ripped off by every single popular sort of uh, leadership guru. but. I think Peter Drucker wrote 32 books, but his, I think one of his best books is his simplest and thinnest book. And uh, in it, it's called The Five Questions. So for any of you entrepreneurs out there, I've written a number of books and, you know, sure, you can check out my books. My books are pretty cool. Uh, Peter wrote this really cool book. It's called The Five Questions. And he says these are five questions that every business person needs to ask of themselves every year with the first question being what's your mission what's your fundamental purpose and he says it's got to fit on a t-shirt it's got to be short enough to fit in a t-shirt then he goes through the other question who's your customer what's your customer value what are results and uh and what's the plan you know he lays it out really simply but i'm a great believer in simplicity now purpose has these fundamental positive attributes, live longer, high levels of motivation, retention, high levels of performance. So why wouldn't you do it? And I found that a simple way to find and define your purpose is just use the code method. I like to say my code method is open source code. Anyone can use it. It's free. You can share it with anyone you want. It just takes up 15 minutes of time. 12 lines, every line beginning with I will, and then stand up and read it out loud and proud. I do this with the biggest companies in the world. I do it with rehab clinics. I do it in prisons. I do it with schools. A couple of weeks' time, I fly out to do a a, a lecture and workshop at uh, 
at Kellogg Business School at Northwestern. I mean, I deal with the coolest companies, the coolest universities, because I think today, after, the, after what we've been through with COVID, people need something simple that can really help them find their purpose, find their power, and find their path. Thanks, Sean. And I, I'm very, I'm familiar a little bit with your code, not very familiar, but, and I'm studying it and, and it's so simple. It's like, it's unbelievably simple. So tell our audience here, let's, let's drill into it. What is the code all about and just how it works? Well, Tony, you mentioned how simple it is and it is so simple that it's childlike and it's childlike because in, originally it was developed to inspire children. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues, Finding Your Purpose, with Sean Thompson. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. You're listening to the Tony D'Urso Show with Tony D'Urso. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to the Tony D'Urso Show. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move along on your vision path. Today's show is Finding Your Purpose with Sean Thompson. And you can check out my Elite Entrepreneur interviews on Apple Podcasts, or you can find and listen to just about every interview I ever recorded at TonyDurso.com slash podcast. And I mean all seven years of interviews are found on the Master Archives at TonyDurso.com slash podcast. And now, back to the chat with Sean. What happened was, there's a famous surfing break called Rincon here in Santa Barbara, near where I, near where I live, and it was faced with, with an environmental challenge. It was like effluent was flowing out from the river into the, um, into the water, making surfers sick. And a friend of mine said, Sean, I want you to help me solve this problem. He said, it's a, a big problem. It's a $30 million problem. He said, but I want you to help me, and, and I'm going to give you a $100 budget to help solve the problem. And, and I said, like, what the hell can I do for $100? He said, well, I'm bringing a group of children down to the beach, and I'm bringing the media, and I'm bringing the water board and the government officials and the state officials, and, and I want you to inspire these kids. And perhaps if you inspire the kids, the media will, um, will get inspired too, and the, all these different people and government boards will get inspired too, and ultimately we can solve the problem, but inspire the kids. So um, I thought, like, what can I do for 100 bucks and like 100 kids, dollar a kid? So I went home that night and I, I wrote 12 lines, every line beginning with I will. I wrote down the fundamental lessons that surfing had taught me about life. I wrote my code. Just stream of consciousness with the very first line being I will never turn my back on the ocean and then I will always paddle back out. I will realize that there will always be another wave. I will know that there will, that all surfers are joined by one ocean. It was just really simple words, but powerful. 
and deep. You know, it, it was the fundamental lesson surfing had taught me about life, not how to be the best surfer in the world or how to win the most contests or ride the biggest waves, but about character, about ethos, character, and telos, purpose. So I made them up onto a little plastic card, printed a hundred of them, cost me a hundred bucks, and gave them out to the kids. And it it turned into a groundswell, and ultimately the environmental problem was solved, but the cards just took on a life of their own, and people asked us for the cards, and then we started putting the cards into the pockets of the shirts and the board shorts that my wife and I were making. We had our brand Solitude by then, and we were making lots of clothes. So lots of these cards were getting distributed out into the world, and then people would find the cards, and they'd phone me up and say, hey, Sean, why don't you come and talk at our, our leadership group? And I go, okay, well, talking's not really my thing, but yeah, you know, got, you've got the code, and I think it's going to be interesting, and we'd like you to open our event. There's going to be 2,000 people, and you're going to be the first speaker, and then we're going to have Malcolm Gladwell's going to be the second person, and then we're going to have Richard Branson, the third. So suddenly I'm, I'm speaking with these very, very famous people, and, you know, Branson's talking about his amazing entrepreneurial success, and Malcolm Gladwell's talking about his books, and I'm talking about the code. I'm talking about character, and I'm talking about purpose. In simple, simple words, using simple, simple metaphors, and it seemed to resonate with people, and it led to my first book called Surface Code, and then it led to another book called The Code, The Power of I Will. After I lost my son, I wrote a book uh, as a way to empower positive choices amongst young people, and then it led me to doing these uh, workshops now and, and, and keynotes for some of the world's largest corporations, speaking to hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people and getting people to write their code, 12 lines, every line beginning with I will. So it's simple because it started with children. And I believe that as we go through life, sometimes that naivete and that creativity and that innocence and that um, openness sometimes gets crushed by the realities of being in the trenches, involved in hand-to-hand combat, because sometimes that's what it, what it feels like being an entrepreneur. And, and sometimes you lose that dreamy, visionary aspect of your life. And this is such a simple way to bring it back. And when you, when you do this process, you can see I'm very passionate about it because I've seen the impact, Tony. And when I do it with a team and everyone stands up and reads their code, there is such pride and there's such power and there's such deep emotional engagement. And, you know, in this country today, we are faced with such division. You have Republicans on one side of the valley you have Democrats on the other side of the valley, and you have a black space in between. And I like to think that this code is a bridge because when people read their codes to one another, they read words of purity, of passion, of purpose, and power, and they reveal their true values. And whether you're a Republican or whether you're a Democrat, the values, the fundamental values, are way closer than we think they are. And when a person stands up, like when I, when I, I spoke in a, in, a, in a prison and these inmates stood up after I spoke and one at a time, they read their codes 
and the spontaneous applause after each reading. And it came to the biggest, strongest prisoner. He's a very, very big bloke. And he's reading his lines, and he comes to a line, I will forgive myself. And he starts crying. And I'm looking, going, like, what are the other prisoners going to do now? They all rush up to him. They all hug him. And they all start crying too. There was such connectivity and such catharsis and such understanding. It was wonderful to see. So I like to think that the code, it's not just a vehicle to find a purpose, but it's a vehicle to emotionally engage with others and to unite people, even though they might have difficult, different political persuasions. It's a way that we can bring people together. That's very strong. Sean, let's go over some of these 12, let's call them affirmations, the code. Let's go over them and how the entrepreneurs in our audience, how they can actually use them to grow and be more successful in their business. Well, you know, everyone's code is different, Tony. The, the way it works is, is generally I will tell, tell I, first I'll give a perspective of my life. It's been lived with passion and purpose. I'll tell three or four stories. I'll tell a story about commitment, a story about connectivity, a story about, about innovation, and a story about uh, uh, resilience and perseverance. And then everyone, everyone will write their code. 12 lines, every line beginning with our will. It's 15 minutes. That's all it takes. Just take a sheet of paper and, 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 and you write it. So it's a wonderful thing to do with your family or team at work. And then after that, everyone stands up. And they read their code. So they're reading out not who they were, but who they will be. Sean, let me understand this. These are 12 points, starting with I will or I will always. And is this something that we repeat every day? No. And just say it out loud or what? You just, you just write it once. Okay. You write the code once and you share it. I wrote my code 20 years ago. Um, and I don't look at my code every day, but I carry it around with me in my wallet. And um, when I need it, it's there. If things are going sideways and I, and I, I look at my words, I go, I'll never fight a riptide. I'll always paddle back out. You know, my words give me great power. I found that the words of others inspire us, certainly. Winston Churchill, JFK, Barack Obama, Martin Luther King. I mean, there's many great leaders whose words inspire us. So the words of others inspire us, certainly. But our words transform us. Our words, our own words, are words of transformation especially in the context of the code, because the code is about the future. The code's not about yesterday. The code's not about today. The code is about the future. The code is about creating a different path, committing to something new, committing to a change. I did this, uh, I did this uh, uh, conference in leadership at a, at a really wonderful group a couple of weeks ago. It was called the Modern Elder Academy. It started by a guy called Chip Conklin. He was who's one of the brains trust at uh, Airbnb. And uh, one, of the, one of the women spoke 
afterwards and, and she made a statement. One of, one of her codes was, and this is, this is a great one for couples, I thought, because my wife and I, we've been married 35, 36 years. You know, we, we know a little bit about being in a relationship from a long-term basis. She said, I will apologize quickly. So, so, you know, these words of, of others certainly inspire us. And, and I thought, wow, that's such a gem. I will apologize quickly. Just like that prisoner stood up and said, I will forgive myself. And the very first line of code I ever got back, Tony, the very first time I did the exercise, um, it was probably six years ago, um, no, maybe longer, maybe two, about 14 years ago, was from a young girl. The very first line of code I got back. I will be myself from a 13-year-old. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues, Finding Your Purpose with Sean Thompson. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. shows and can't get enough of us follow us on instagram at voice america talk radio and see what we're cooking up for you you're listening to the tony d'urso show with tony d'urso we'd love to hear from you via email be sure to send questions and comments to tony at tony now Back to the Tony D'Urso Show. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move along on your vision path. Today's show is Finding Your Purpose with Sean Thompson. Say, if you like this show so far, would you please remember our sponsor who made it possible? Remember, Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. They're used by millions of entrepreneurs of every size. You'll love them too. Find them at shopify.com slash Tony. You'll do that, won't you? Thanks so much. And now back to the chat with Sean. And for all of us that are parents out there, entrepreneurs that have parents, I mean, those are incredibly powerful words because we know the, we know the choices that our children are faced with every day, that we know the negative influences we're faced with. And for this young girl to say, I will be myself, it was words of absolute power. Sean, why are there only 12? <laughs> now, that's a good one, Teddy. I don't know. that It just came out. It just came out at 12. Perhaps in the back of my mind, I had been thinking about uh, the 12 steps from uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, perhaps. Uh, I mean, that has been the single most powerful and effective behavior change method in the history of the world, the 12 steps, and it's helped millions of people uh, find a positive path through life. So maybe that was in the back of my mind. I don't know, but it just came out at 12. I just, I just, you know, it was like 15 minutes. It came out at 12, and I thought, wow, 12 is a pretty good number, symmetrical, and uh, seemed to have a lot of power, and that's why it came out at 12. 12 works. And so I'm thinking with this, and again, I mentioned this here and there, we're entrepreneurs, we're, we're business people in, in this audience. And I'm thinking, okay, I've got these codes. I'm going to write them down. I've got them. Okay, now a big challenge comes in my business, a big challenge. Does the code 
Does that code play a part in this? Or do I redo the code if something else goes wrong and I come up with something else? I'm just trying to get the application and uh, how and if it can help navigate us through, you know, a big challenge or issue in our life. You know, I wrote mine 20 years ago. And the future's unwritten. You know, no one knows what the future holds for us. But all I know is that my words apply for me to whatever the future might hold. And, you know, when, I, when, when my wife and I lost our beautiful son in 2006 and, and surfing really helped me get back on the path uh, to healing again, and, and my words, I will always paddle back out. Very important to me. And then these other words that I wrote, I will pass on my stoke to a non-surfer. So, so stoke is this feeling of exuberance and exhilaration that surfers get. But, but this process of helping others, of inspiring others, for me was a wonderful path to help me through my grief. So I didn't know that my words would help me in the future. And I think for any entrepreneur, they write their code, keep your code, post it up on your computer, put it in your wallet. You can actually go to my website and you can, you, you can you know, write your code. Um, your words will be there for you when you need them. You write your code, your code will be there for you when you need it. Guaranteed. It's been there for me. It's been there for hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people. I get wonderful letters from people about how their code has helped them immeasurably in their life. I lost 50 pounds as a result of, of writing my code. The code helped me get out of the mud. The code is my North Star. The code helped me improve my relationship with my eight-year-old son. There's many, many many, many positive attributes to, to uh, creating this 15-minute moment of introspection, imagination, commitment, and action. I really like it, Sean. It's like the 12 most powerful affirmations that you can imagine that will just see you throughout life, throughout success, throughout relationships, throughout everything. and. Uh, maybe maybe I need a little bit more than fifteen minutes to write it down. Maybe not. Um, but once they're done, I can totally see how they're set for life because they're creating your future. They're they're a building block. So I really like that. I really like that. And I want to thank you so much for for joining us and going over this once again. We spoke about finding your purpose and actually also finding or putting or putting in place your code, your code for life. Uh, some people may ask, what's the code for? I'm thinking it's our code for life. It's what's going to see us through. And um, so it, do I have that right? Is that kind of why you call it the code? It's like you write it once and it just, it just keeps you going? Yeah, I think the code is uh, in some ways your, it's a reflection of a positive mindset. It's a reflection of your fundamental purpose in life. I've read millions of lines of code, and the fundamental, fundamental purpose of life can be described by two lines of code. I will be better, 
We want to be better. We have this genetic compulsion to be better today than we were yesterday, tomorrow than we were today. And we have this compulsion to help others be better. So there's two sides to our fundamental purpose. We want to be better and we want to help others be better. And the code is just a simple way to commit to a life of purpose. I'll have faith. I will pray. I will live a life of moral integrity. Once you write it down, and once you've made those promises to yourself, you've committed to them. And if you verbalize it in a group, you have that accountability, and you have increased motivation to actualize those values and those commitments. I like to think the code is poetry of the soul. The code is your passion, and the code is your purpose. I love it. Once again, we spoke about finding your purpose with Sean Thompson, and you can find him at seanthompson.com. Sean, thank you so much for sharing with us today. I can't wait. I'm already writing it. So I'm like, ah, I can't wait. I want to write my code. And I just want to thank you for sharing. It's very inspirational. Tony, thanks for having me on. And thanks for the wonderful work you do to inspire people and to inspire entrepreneurs. I mean, 65% of the uh, of the American economy is generated by uh, entrepreneurs, people like us. So you're certainly um, helping a terrific sector of the, uh, of the economy. So thank you. Thanks for the inspiration. My pleasure. I'm happy to help as I can. And here's an insider's brief about no romance without finance. Actually, it's a hot new podcast out there that I want to bring to your attention. And it's all about taking care of yourself no matter what happens. With us is host and TikTok sensation Patty Asai, who's going to discuss some hard hitting discussions around love, money, and everything in between. Some of our favorite topics. Hi, Patty, and welcome to the Tony Tierso Show. Hi, thank you for having me. Good to see you again. And I'm so excited about your podcast. It's like, no romance without finance. First of all, what prompted this podcast and, and how did that start for you? Yes, this podcast is something that I've wanted to do for years. And what really prompted it and the intention behind this podcast is to honor my mother. Uh, you know, my mother found herself in a very precarious situation because she was in a mentally abusive relationship with my father because she was not able to support herself financially. And due to that, I saw how detrimental it was for her and her life. And, you know, their relationship ended very tragically. And when I saw that, I made it my mission to do whatever I could to make sure that not another woman ended up like my mother. And I really wanted to provide a platform to teach women how to become financially independent. And, you know, it took me years and years and years, but I finally have come to this platform, No Romance Without Finance podcast. Well, I know already historically, you are extremely successful in the business world, in the finance world. You really know your stuff. And I, I, I feel that compassion to help others that need to understand finance better and to and what does happen. You know, I've seen and run into some sad stories where one spouse uh, moves on and the other is left 
hang, hanging and dangling with all the pieces. So I totally get it. And I think it's really, really needed. And I, and I know that you're gearing this towards women. And I'm certain that men will, will learn from this as well, because they're, they're, there's, there's two sides to the story. There's a lot to learn from that. And, and so is this about how to protect yourself and, and grow your finances, uh, which is something a, a lot of us entrepreneurs and business people want to do? Mm-hmm. Or is it proofing ourselves in case of the inevitable? Perhaps you can give us a little more info and take us down what you'd like to accomplish with this. Sure. I think it's a little bit of both. So, yes, it is geared toward women because a lot of times it's women that find themselves in these situations because we've been brainwashed to believe that it's the man that's supposed to bring home the bacon and women are supposed to stay home and take care of the kids. And a man is supposed to provide for us. And we're just supposed to, you know, be the people that are receiving. Right. So it is geared toward women, but I think it's really gender neutral because every single person in a relationship should be able to be financially independent and provide for themselves. Because when you're not, you put yourself in a very dangerous situation. Because at the end of the day, whether we like it or not, money is power. And the power that money provides you is the ability to live your life the way you want to live and gives you choices. Choices to do what? Choices to live where you want to live, how you want to live, and most importantly, whether you want to stay in a relationship or not. And unfortunately, when you are reliant on somebody else for your finances, you don't have the option to leave that relationship if it's abusive, right? And a lot of times the person that's providing the money for you, whether it's the man or the woman, can use the withholding of finances as a means of control, as a means to control you. So that is why being financially independent is so important. And then I also, in this podcast, not only teach that premise of, okay, A, you have to be financially independent, but then how do you get there? Right. So then we talk about why it's important to build a career. How do you build a career? Once you're in a position, how do you leverage what you're doing at work for a promotion? How you ask for a raise? How do you empower yourself in the workplace? All of that is important. And then we talk about, okay, once you have your money, how do you invest it? How do you grow it? So it's all about growing wealth and growing your career and really growing as a person as well. Makes perfect sense. Boy, that is so needed. Thank you for doing this podcast. It's really good. You've got some great topics. Tell our audience about some of the topics that you discuss and some of the takeaways that that they get as a result from listening to your show. Sure. So we talk about, okay, before you get married, what are the things that you need to talk about around your finances? Finances are one of the top reasons that marriages end. And that is one of the things that people discuss the least, right? So people talk about, oh, what movies do you like? What do you like to eat? How do you like to vacation? Where do you want to live? But they don't talk about their finances. What is your credit score? What is your, they don't talk about that. It's so important, right? You laugh, but it's true. Excuse me. Hi, I like you. Would you like to go out but first? What's your credit score? That's so important, Tony. You know, I actually broke up with a guy that had a 520 credit score. And the reason that... And I understand why. Right. And it's important because if you want to buy a house or if you want to make major purchases and you want to get a loan, if the person's credit score is 520, you're not going to be able to get a loan, 
right? They're going to hinder their financial inability is going to hinder your ability to meet your financial goals. So you need to discuss those topics. So we talk about that. Then we talk about once you get into the marriage, how do you divide up the finances so everyone is financially independent, but yet you do feel like partners in a marriage. So what do you do around that? We talk about financial infidelity. How does that play into the marriage? That means when you are in a relationship or in a marriage, when lying, when you're lying to your significant other about how much money you're spending, how does that come into play? I like to, I like to focus a little more on that because frankly, maybe, you know, I was born in Sicily, Italy, so I'm just mm-hmm. being silly here. Never heard of financial infidelity before. Mm-hmm. Is that a big, big point? Is that, is that, um, well, tell us more about that and why that's so significant. Financial infidelity is any time that you are spending money and you're hiding it from your significant other or spouse. So whether it's you're hiding the Amazon packages, whether you're hiding the bags that you're bringing home after you're shopping, right? Whether you have a gambling habit that they don't know about, whether you're opening up credit cards that they don't know about. So anytime that you're lying to your significant other about finances, that is financial infidelity. And it is a huge cause as to why marriages end and break up. Thank you for explaining that. I know, I know, and I've run into people in that scenario and yet it, it leads to breakup. So it's something to think about if you're doing that in the audience, there's got to be a limit of what you can buy, you know, buy new shoes is fine. I, that's one thing, but then there comes a point where it's a limit because it impacts house expenses, the mortgage, cars, absolutely payments, and so many other things. We're not going to go down that rabbit hole, but we all have our story. So thank you for giving a little more on that. Of course. And one another facet of your show, of your podcast, is you want to empower. Now, we talked about some of the points here, but mm-hmm. now it's empower women, empower men, empower people. Yeah. Kind of, how does that work for this? So empowering is really giving you the confidence to be the best version of yourself that you can be. So many of us have this imposter syndrome, right? We don't feel like we belong. We're not confident. So when we're at work, we don't act like we're confident. And thus, people don't treat us like we deserve the raise. People don't treat us like we deserve respect, right? We don't act like we know what we're talking about. So I I talk a lot about and I discuss a lot about how to act as if. Even if you don't feel confident, act like you're confident. Act like you own the place. Walk around with your head up, your chest out. Contribute in the meetings. You have things to say. Call it out when someone disrespects you. All of that is really important. And I want to empower people to become the best versions of themselves. And it all starts with having confidence in your abilities. Thank you. Very, very, very important. And any, any, takeaways or successes, because this is such an important topic that I know that when you drill down into the yep. details, it is where things get really fleshed out and people really mm-hmm. see how vital some of this information is to help them. Plus you're coming from a, from a, right. very, let's call it a superior place. You, you've made it to the top in your category. You, you, you understand a lot of the pitfalls, right. the shortfalls. Is that the right word? Pitfalls for sure. <laughs> Shortcomings. 
Yeah, <laughs> I've made Tony. Yes, you know what, Tony, I have made all the mistakes. That's why I can talk about it. Everything that I talk about are mistakes that I've made, even in in relationships, right? And you know, with my podcast, I just want to share this with the audiences. I got an Instagram message a, a few days ago, and this is why I do what I do. There's this woman that said that she binge listened to my podcast and she felt so empowered after listening to it that now she has the feeling and the empowerment to change her career into real estate. And she's empowered to change her life to become a better version of herself. And she never felt that before. And when I hear that, I know that I'm on the right track and I'm doing the right thing because I've never done this for likes. You know, I almost have a million followers on TikTok and it's never been about that. It's always been about helping people. And when I get messages like that, that my podcast is actually changing people's lives. And she told me, she goes, you have no idea how much you changed my life. That is when I know I'm on the right track and that this podcast is something that is valuable to everybody. That is really good. And I wanted to ask about people that are listening to this right now, all gender. Some are in a relationship. Some just left a relationship. Some have a long-term relationship. So some people, let's take me, for example, I've been with my wife over 30 years now. So someone like me could say, oh, I don't need this. But, but wait just a second, because there are things that happen and there's different stages. Each one is separate, whether you're beginning or you're in, or you're just dating, or you've just left a relationship. Right. There's valuable points here. And as I understand it from so far from your mm-hmm. podcast, you cover all of these like, like important points that help continue your relationship, not just help start the relationship. But I want to make sure that distinction is there for our audience as well. Absolutely. You know, you grow in relationships, right? Even if you've been married for 30 years, I'm sure you understand your relationship has changed. And so there's going to be challenges. Everyone's going to change in the relationship. And each stage of the relationship requires a different perspective. So we do talk to people that are in the beginning stage of relationship. And we talk to those people. And we talk to people that have been married for 30 years. And all of a sudden, something changes. All of a sudden, something someone has a gambling addiction that they didn't have before. All of a sudden, someone has a shopping addiction or someone loses their job or the dynamics and the finances change. So it's not just for people that are starting. It's people that are in relationships now and how to navigate changes in those relationships, especially when it comes to finances. And we know from the past, let me call, let me use the word madness of the past couple of years. Yes. Things can change in a snap. Absolutely. It, ha- it happened with my show. And I thank God that right. I, I've made it through, but just all of a sudden, boom, sponsors, we're going we're gonna to stop. We're going to hold off. Right. Business shuts down. This shuts down. That shuts down. Right. It was not fun for the entrepreneur to a degree. But but being the entrepreneur, being the business person that we are, we learn to. Sure. We learn resiliency. We learn to roll with the punches and come back because that's why we're entrepreneurs and business people. So that really helps us uh, come out. So I want to just make sure some of those distinctions are there for audience on how important this is to just stay in and stay tuned. Uh, Now you have experts that you bring in that are very familiar 
with a lot of these aspects and can give more insights into yes. financial stability, as well as dealing with the relationships, setting limits. What's your credit score? I still like that one. That little joke. <laughs> um, but tell us about some of the, uh, the guests, the experts that you bring on. Sure. We have a lot of psychologists that come on. Um, so we have marital experts. We have investment experts. We also have people that, you know, are experts in life that have had this happen to them. You know, we just had an, a, an expert in life where she dated two broke dudes and how that impacted her life and how, the, you know, how detrimental that was to her. We have a sex, we had a sex expert come in and talk about, you know, how finances can affect you in the bedroom. So we have, you know, we have experts from all over. We're actually going to have someone, a feng shui expert that's going to come in and talk about finances and feng shui. So, you know, money affects every aspect of your life and every aspect of your life impacts your finances. So we explore all of it. And speaking of your podcast, I'm sure as with other podcasts, you're all over the world. Where are some of the key places that we would like the listener to, to check out your shows? Sure. You can find it anywhere you find your podcast, but Apple Podcasts, Spotify, it's all there. All right. So you go to Apple Podcasts or you go to Spotify. Mm -hmm. There's some of the key ones and you type in no romance without finance. Yes. And you can also find it on my website, pattyaside.com. And I'll spell that too. That's Patty. That's with a, that's with a Y, correct? As I recall. No, it's, it's P-A-T-T-I-E. Ah, oh, P-A-T-T-I-E. Uh-huh. Very good to know. Yeah. And your last name is E-H-S-A-E-I. I, yes. All right. Yeah. One more time for us, because it's a tongue twister. <laughs> P-A-T-T-I-E-E-H-S-A-E-I.com. Yes, you'll find all my media there. Yes, including my podcast. Now, this is really important for, for you in the audience. When you go to Spotify, when you go to Apple Podcasts, please click that follow button. Yes, absolutely. Please join the show. You're going to like it. You know, hear a couple shows, check it out, put it in your routine, your playlist. I don't know the buzzwords anymore for people that play shows all the time. <laughs> Just put it in your routine to listen. How often is your show out, Patty? Uh, it's out once a week. Any particular day that you broadcast? Tuesdays. It comes out every, every Tuesday. And by the way, it's already in one of the top 10% of all podcasts. You're incredible. Thank you. I want to I learn from you. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Well, there you go. Okay, so Patty aside, no romance without finance. Please, once again, go to Spotify, go to Apple Podcasts. Patty, thank you so much for telling us about this. And I really wish you lots of success on this show. Um, we need this information. There's no doubt. Thanks, Tony. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me while I featured an elite entrepreneur who took his vision to reality. We spoke about finding your purpose with Sean Thompson. We talked about the code and our purpose, like why do we need to find our purpose? How do we find our purpose? How does the code fit in? What is the code? What's the code for the next wave? And another way to look at it is these are 12 affirmation commitments and they set us up for life. Once you write them down, which Sean says takes about 15 minutes, that 
it just it sets up your life and it kind of navigates you through. I can't wait to write mine. And I ask you, check it out, write out your code, tell us how it goes. And please share this with a few friends. You're going to help them too. They need to know this about how to write their code. All right. Thank you. Use this and let's help you move on your journey to success. Thanks. For remember, just take action. Success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Sow good seeds, do good deeds, and join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Erso Show. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Tony D'Erso Show with Tony D'Erso. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go enjoy the weekend.